0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, Welcome in. Refreshed, renewed,
1: reinvigorated. I'm back. Spears on Sports presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. After a much-needed week off, we are closer to football. And I am ready. It is Monday, August 7th. I forgot how to do this. Uh Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. I do know to say that. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Or your other option, hit me up on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going the right direction. Right now, 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller. Only 89 cents at Thornton's. That's right, 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, I hope everybody is okay after the storms last night. I know Paoli got hit. We got a uh, th- a, a tornado watch on the other side of the river. Shelby County, Spencer, Nelson, among others, till 6 o'clock tonight. And I've never seen clouds move this fast as I was driving over here. It was end of day scary. Now, they were white clouds. The sun was out. But they were flying, man. They had somewhere to be. So I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about the weather. This is supposed to happen in April, right? Tornadoes, April, April 3rd, or is that what it was? April 3rd, 1974. Gary, you remember that,
2: right? I was in high school. I remember it well. We got out of school the next day.
1: (laughs) I was at my grandmother's house on Vine Street, and my grandmother was in her recliner. My grandfather was in his recliner, and I said, shouldn't we go to the cellar as we're watching on TV? I was 10 years old, and my grandfather said to me, if the good Lord wants me, he's going to take me in my easy chair. and at 10 years old, you don't think much about that. Well, okay, I guess I, now I'm frightened. What are you doing? Uh, so be careful today, that's all. If you see the weather getting bad, get indoors. Get where you're supposed to get. Did don't, the bad weather wake you
2: up last night?
1: Don't go to your uh, comfort comfortable chair in the <laughs> living room. Uh, it did not wake me up. Uh, my wife, I woke up this morning, my wife said, ooh, big storm last night. I said, oh, really? I was sawing some logs last night. It's good to be back. By the way, anything happened while I was gone? Because
2: absolutely
1: nothing. That's beautiful. That's what I wanted to hear. I didn't. I didn't do anything sports related. I, Monday I played a week ago. Today I played in the Louisville U of L Media Scramble out at Cardinal Club. It's great. Rocco and and uh, Kathy they put on a great show out there. Lori and and Kenny Klein used to be in charge. He played this year. Um, put on a great show. Justin played. Tony Burke played, so I, I got those guys out there as well, and um, yeah, it was great. We had a great time. Tuesday, I went to Jeff Brom's press conference at ten a.m. or the, it was media day out at U of L football. I uh, got to hear from Jeff. Got to hear from some defensive players, some offensive players, including the new quarterback uh, Jack Plummer. And it was it was fun. But at at noon Tuesday, that's that was it. I cut it off. No more sports. Uh, just relax for the week. Watched, uh, had a Righteous Gemstones marathon with my wife this weekend as we caught up on season three, which is now over. By the way, with this actor strike, I, I don't know when we're going to get anything new for a while. I think they're still on strike. Uh, season four is supposedly underway, but who knows when? I remember we had a writer strike at one point uh, during the Sopranos run. And all of a sudden, we had to wait.
2: It was like almost two years, yeah, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, over a year and a half yeah, for The Sopranos to come back. And I hope that's not the case here. I watched uh, my favorite epi- my favorite series on Netflix. A-, a third season came out, Catching Killers, the documentary series, where they interview people that were actually involved in these horrific uh, – I-, I know, it's so negative horrific uh the the atlanta olympic bombing the uh d c sniper that doesn't seem like it was that long ago those were a couple of the episodes, so that's what I did. I said, look, I watch baseball all the time I'm getting ready for football i'm getting gonna get away from it for a while so that's what I did. I watched a lot of t v uh, hung out with my grandson a lot. We had a lot of fun. By the way, hello to Owen. He told me before I left today. Uh, tell, Say hi to him and tell everybody that we love donuts and frozen M&M's. And there was one other thing we love. What did he say? Well, now
2: that's something new. I've never heard of frozen M&M's. Oh, man.
1: Get a family-sized pack of M&M's. Just put them in the freezer.
2: Oh, man. I want to try and that.
1: You, when, as you walk by the fridge, you just reach in, grab a handful. Play, I, I love
2: M&M's, so I'm going to have to try
1: frozen. it. Frozen. Just regular plain M&M's. No peanuts. No crazy flavors or anything. Just regular M&M's. And I, I'll grab a handful, and he has to pick a color before I let him see them. And if there's two, he gets two. If there's eight, he gets eight. He always picks blue. I don't know why. And I'll look in, and I'll say, hey, you sure you want blue? Are you sure? And he never falters. He always says, I don't care, Pop Pop. I want blue. So there you go. So we love donuts and we love frozen M&Ms. And he told me something else and I can't remember what it was. What else do we love? I'm sure it's, sure it's chocolate-oriented uh, because that's what we do. All right. Again, M&M card Hotline 384-1450, Thornton's Text Line 414-1450. Of course, I do a little bit of research. I do know that the Bats are on a six-game win streak. They swept the Omaha Storm Chasers with a five-four win yesterday afternoon. They'll be at St. Paul for a six-game set starting tomorrow. I do know that the USA lost to Sweden. Full disclosure: that game was at five o'clock Sunday morning, five a.m. Uh, now I know it's seven p.m. in Australia. I think the next, the uh, later that night, whatever. I didn't get out of bed and watch it, but I did tape it. I did uh, record it. I don't know. You don't say tape anymore. I DVR'd it, and I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I fast forwarded because I knew the score. I watched the penalty kicks. That was it. The I don't talk soccer a lot here, but the dynasty is apparently over. The rest of, it's kind of like USA basketball. Remember the dream team in '92: Barkley, Ewing, Jordan, Magic, Bird. Stockton, uh, Pippen, greatest team ever assembled. The world caught up. When that dream team went to Paris and played and won the uh, Olympic gold medal and beat everybody by 100 points, the world enjoyed that and said, you know what, we're going to take up basketball. And they've caught up. That's uh, That's what's going to happen in women's soccer. The world's going to catch up. The United States pumped money into the uh, U.S. women's national team. And they pumped money in the men's national team, too. It just hasn't mattered. Remember, the U.S. women's national team is the only team to ever win two consecutive World Cups. But they had their earliest exit ever in the round of 16. 0-0 tie with Sweden. They lose in penalty kicks. And all of those names that you remember from those World Cup titles are now pretty much gone. Alex Morgan says she's not retiring, but that may not be her choice. Megan Rapinoe, who missed a penalty kick, couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe it. America couldn't believe it either. She's done. She announced her retirement before the start of the World Cup. Julie Ertz. Announced her retirement directly after the loss, or the draw. Um, Abby Wambach is no longer on this team. I mean, the names that you remember from before, Mia Hamm, remember that name? They're gone. We're going to have to learn a whole new set of names. And the future is bright. However, the future is now bright for the rest of the world, too. Japan is really good, even if the U.S. had beaten Sweden. And they dominated this game, by the way. They had twice as many shots on goal as Sweden did. They just couldn't put one in the back of the net. But even had they won this game, Japan's a monster right now. I expect Japan to beat Sweden. I'm going to go 4-0. I'm going to go 4-0 coming up. I'm not going to pay attention. I don't care. Somebody's going to have to wake me up and tell me what the score was because I don't care anymore because I'm an American, and America is out, so I have moved on. But the U.S. is never going to dominate the way they did in the past 12 years, 10 years. It's not going to happen. So earliest exit ever, that's my soccer minute. I'm done talking about soccer. I guess, unless somebody calls, wants to talk about it or uh, sends me something on the text machine. Sponsored by Thornton's, 502-414-1450. The Reds were swept. By the way, uh, speaking of football, before I get to the Reds, NFL starts one month from tonight. There was a game, the the Browns beat the Jets Thursday. I didn't watch any of it because I was on my non-sports, self-imposed what would I call that? Self-imposed uh, sports ban? Boycott. There you go. Well, well, I still like them. I was not boycott them. I just didn't watch any. I kept track of scores in the in baseball, but I didn't watch any. Um, <laughs> that's probably that's probably a lot. I watched a little bit, but the NFL had a game, Hall of Fame game. All the Hall of Famers went in yesterday. Some great stuff. Um. Good class of Hall of Famers here. And nobody cared. Aaron Rodgers didn't play for the Jets. Deshaun Watson didn't play for the Browns. Very few names you would recognize played. Uh, But it gives you hope. You got two more games Thursday. You got two more games Thursday. Houston at New England, Minnesota at Seattle on Thursday for betting purposes only. If you're betting preseason football, I got a number you need to call uh, to see a person about an issue you might have.
2: 1-800-Quit-Gambling. Yes,
1: Gamblers Anonymous. By the way, people who win never go to Gamblers Anonymous. You ever notice that? Everybody in Gamblers Anonymous lost everything. Nobody in Gamblers Anonymous built a mansion because they won a lot. You know what? I'm tired of this winning. I got a problem. I'm, I I got out of my, my pool this morning and thought, you know what? I got I need help. I'm not, I can't go win another game. No, you never hear that story. Um, so there you go. One month from today, Thursday, September 7th, Detroit at Kansas City as the NFL season starts. If you're wondering, just because I happen to write it down, the Chiefs are seven-point favorites over the Lions as of right now. College football, Louisville plays in 25 days in Atlanta against Georgia Tech at the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Louisville is an eight-point favorite. Kentucky plays in 26 days on a Saturday, September 2nd. They are a 26-and-a-half-point favorite at home noon start against Ball State. And Indiana also plays 26 days from today, not so easy, against Ohio State. 3.30 3 30 in the afternoon. Ohio State Buckeyes are a 27 and a half point favorite over your Indiana Hoosiers. So I'm ready for football. I've had my little vacation. I've had my break from sports, away from the games for about five days. Man, I'm ready for some. Sport. I'm going to be watching some baseball tonight. You can write that down. I did see the fight over the weekend. I'm going to get to that in the next segment. Because Tim Anderson of the White Sox and Jose Ramirez of the Guardians squared off, and it was not your normal baseball fight. It was not your usual everybody run out on the field and push and shove each other a little bit, and maybe you see a buddy from on the other team from the championship scene in a while, and you okay, let's act like we're mad at each other, ha ha ha. Okay, a little pushing and shoving, and a couple of people get ejected. No, no, this was drop the glove with the ball in it, by the way, square off, and punches were thrown. It was, it was glorious. The Reds, as I started to mention, got swept by the Nationals. We'll talk about their chances. They are now tied for second in the National League Central, actually percentage points behind my Chicago Cubs. But they're still only a game and a half behind Milwaukee. They, there is still time, Reds fans, to right the ship. I said they needed a starting pitcher at the break. Go get somebody. Verlander was out there. Scherzer was out there. There were a number of guys. Giolito was out there for uh, Chicago, White Sox. Lance Lynn was out there. You know what happened? The Dodgers went and got a pitcher. The Angels went and got a pitcher. The Astros decided we liked Justin Verlander so much the first time, let's go get him. The Rangers, who've now won six straight again since they acquired Max Scherzer. The Reds did nothing. Nothing. They went and got a middle reliever from Oakland named Sam Mole. I know. I've never heard of him either. He'll, he'll get your occasional left-hander out. Great. What is lacking with this team? Well, let's see. They gave up four to Washington in the first inning yesterday. The starting pitcher who was making his major league debut that they wouldn't have had to use if they had went and got a pitcher before the trade deadline. Oh, I'm irate. I'm already mad, Gary. I'm supposed to be happy today. (laughs) Yeah, you just got back from vacation. Sports is great. And I'm grumpy old man in the reds already. Let's take a break. We'll talk more baseball on the other side. Also, realignment in college sports. Has gotten incredibly crazy. Beers on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. I
0: 2023 Big X Sports Radio Golf Cards are hot off the press. This year's card features Park Mammoth, Old Capitol Golf Club, Elkron Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2023 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. When we say supply is limited, we mean... The supply is limited. limited. So get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812 725 1457. Play Park Mammoth, Old Capitol Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake for under $25 around with a card included. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com.
2: The Bicentennial Park Summer Concert Series is here again every Friday in historic downtown New Albany. Located at the corner of Spring and Pearl Streets, these free concerts are open to music lovers of all ages. Come join us from 6 30 to 9 30 on Friday nights in downtown New Albany. More information about the concerts and the musicians can be found at slash bicentennial park. Get it on, baby. Special thanks to Mayor Gahan, CLLB Law, Caesars Foundation of Floyd County, Friends of the Ohio River Greenway, and your mama. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling, serving the Kentuckiana area, specializing in residential change-outs. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling offers free second opinions. If you get some bad news from your heating and air guy, call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. 812-786-0469 for a second opinion. Call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. Again, 812-786-0469.
3: In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
2: Are you tired of fast food burgers and fries and looking for a healthier option? Why not try one of the freshly made sandwiches at the Honey Baked Ham Company? They offer an assortment of delicious sandwiches, freshly made sides, and mouthwatering cookies. You can grab a box to go or dine in their cozy cafe. They also offer several lunch catering offers as well. Call the store, 812-941-9426, or visit them at 3602 Northgate Court,
1: Suite 23 in New Albany. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the MM Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, MM Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply.
3: High interest rates may be the norm everywhere else. But right now at Genesis Diamonds, we're always thinking about our customers and we've decided to slash interest rates down to zero. Zero percent for five years. That means you can get those diamond earrings, that designer engagement ring, or that luxury pre-owned Rolex and spread your payments over five whole years without paying a dime in interest. Birthdays, anniversaries, just because gifts starting as low as $35 a month. And that's with zero down. Now through July 1st only. only at Genesis Diamonds. Shelbyville Road Plaza. On approved credit. See store for details. High school sports teach so much more than just the fundamentals of the game. They also teach the fundamentals of life, like the power of belief. I'm Robert Falkins. And I'm Carrie Rosati. We're both assistant commissioners of the IHSAA. In the second classroom of high school sports, student athletes understand hard work pays off, and they learn to be proud of their effort, no matter the outcome. Successful student athletes support their teammates and learn to always do the right thing. And most importantly, They learn to always believe in themselves. When high school sports keep education in front of athletics, these fundamental beliefs outweigh the idea of winning at all costs. That's why high school sports are a transformative and invaluable part of every student-athlete's education. Buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and show student-athletes that you'll always believe in them too. This is
0: the power of belief. This is the power of high school sports. This is your I-H-S-A-A. Welcome back.
1: Spears on Sports presented by m M&M and John Spears in studio. The USA Today coaches poll preseason is out now. That tells you how close we actually are to football. Kentucky, Louisville, neither in the top 25. Kentucky got 34 total votes. Louisville got zero. Remember, ACC picked Louisville to finish eighth in the ACC, ACC media members. Eighth, while Vegas has the over-under for Louisville wins at eight-and-a-half. Do you side with Vegas? Do you side with the ACC media members? And and one matrix has Louisville favored in all 12 games right now, including Notre Dame at home, at Miami, at Pittsburgh, and Kentucky at home, for that matter. All right. I mean, I guess we'll see. Now, obviously, we'll see. I don't know how else to say it. We will eventually see because eventually somebody's going to kick off to somebody and football is going to be played. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau shot a 58 yesterday over on the Live Golf Tour. Did anybody see it? Does it matter? It sounds important. It sounds important. 58's 58. I don't care who you are, and I don't care where you're playing. 58 is 58. I'm not sure about this, so I I hate I hesitate to comment on it, but I don't know what the Ryder Cup rules are now. The Ryder Cup's coming up. Are these guys allowed to play? DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, and for the European team, Sergio, Ian Poulter, are they allowed to play? I'm not sure. Since everybody's kissed and made up here, not that the players are happy about it, but since the PGA and Liv have have, uh, decided to form some sort of very bizarre partnership, alliance, are those guys now, they're going to be back on the PGA Tour if they want to be next year, are they going to be allowed to play in the Ryder Cup? It's a great question. I don't know the answer. I'm sure the answer's out there. Again, research is optional. But Patrick Reed, remember when he played in the uh, Ryder Cup? Mr. America, Captain America. He, He cared. It meant something. I don't know if it means anything anymore to him, but back in the day, it meant something to him. Justin Thomas, his season ended yesterday. With an uninspiring, although not poorly played, final event before the playoffs. He didn't have enough FedEx Cup points to make the playoffs after that event. That's the only reason he played yesterday or this weekend was to try to get in the FedEx Cup playoffs. He didn't. Does Zach Johnson look at his Ryder Cup record and say he wins at, in that format? He's had a pretty good run in international competitions where it's mono a e mano or two versus two. He's been great, but he's played poorly this year for his by his standards. He's played very poorly. He has struggled mightily. When you're not in the top 75 of the FedEx Cup points, especially considering all the guys that left for the live tour, you're not playing good golf. I mean, some guys are automatic. What about A guy like Lee Hodges, who won the 3M Open last week. He's nobody, right? He played at Alabama. But I don't think he's ready for a Ryder Cup competition. But guess what? If he wins one of these playoffs, he's going to have enough points to be an automatic qualifier. Kind of like Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon was on nobody's radar to be on the Ryder Cup team. And then he wins the Open Championship. He wins the British. He's an automatic qualifier now. He'll he will be there in Paris for the Ryder Cup. How did I get onto golf? How did I get onto golf? Oh, I talked about DeShambeau shooting fifty eight yesterday. All right, realignment in the uh in college sports, and let's be honest, it's in college football. It's all about the money. We know that. I've said that on this show enough to be hoarse by now. It's all about the dollars. Nobody cares about baseball, softball, swimming, track and field, even basketball for that matter, even men's basketball. There's no real – that doesn't make a difference. If it did, then Duke and Kansas and North Carolina would be leading the way in these realignments, and they're not. Right? They're not. The winner's the Big 12. The loser's the Pac-12. I think that's kind of obvious. The Pac-12 is down to a Pac-4. Larry Scott will go down as the worst commissioner in college sports history. Two years ago, two years ago, the Big 12 went to the Pac-12 and said, "Hey, let's make let's join together. Let's make an alliance." And Larry Scott, commissioner of the Pac-12, said, "No, thank you." Larry, Larry Scott. Went to the Big 12 not long ago and said, "You remember that that alignment we were going to have, that coalition we were going to build? And the Big 12 said, who are you again? (laughs) No, thank you. The Big 12 added Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, and South Florida. They will start playing competitively in that league this season. They know they're losing Oklahoma next year. They know they're losing Texas next year to the Southeastern Conference. Now they've gone out and added Deion Sanders in Colorado, Utah, which is a sneaky good get, Arizona and Arizona State. Oregon and Washington, they're heading to the Big Ten with UCLA and USC. Now, there's some interesting sidelights on this whole thing. When USC agreed to go to the Big 12, the understanding, or agreed to go to the Big Ten, excuse me, The understanding was the Big Ten was going to take UCLA and USC, and they were not going to pursue any more Pac-12 schools. That was the understanding. USC sort of got blindsided here this past weekend because all of a sudden, Phil Knight and Oregon and Nike are coming, and Washington, who, if you remember, won a title in the 90s. They got a good program. They're coming here's my question when do you start kicking teams out because let's be honest UCLA USC that's that's cool all right all the big Ten schools were like hey that's cool a couple more members they bring a lot of money into the equation here you're talking about Southern Cal USC the Trojans right you're talking about Caleb Williams best quarterback in the country this year even though he won't be on campus next year He'll be playing for the worst team. Whoever the worst team in the NFL is this year, he'll be playing for them next year. But it's USC. Lincoln Riley's the coach. Tradition. And UCLA, okay. Uh, Los Angeles, TV market, all that. Great. We're going to get some extra money out of this. But now you're bringing in Oregon and Washington. And I know Oregon has got flashy uniforms, and Phil Knight and Nike behind them. I get all that. But you you still got to split this TV pie. This TV money is put into the coffer, and you got to split it with everybody, including Rutgers, including Maryland, including Northwestern, Indiana. You got to split this money up a certain number of ways, and guess what? Two more Active members, USC and UCLA, okay, we could take that. Four more? Wait a minute. Hold on here. How much money am I losing because Washington's now in the conference? How much money am I not getting because Oregon's now in the conference? I don't think all the schools were on board here, but it doesn't matter anymore, and that's the problem. That's the problem. We give these student-athletes grief about chasing money. Oh, NIL, it's going to kill the sport. It's going to kill the sport. All they want to do is be professional athletes while they're in college. It's going to lead to more cheating. It's going to lead to these kids not caring about where they go to school. They want to go wherever the most money is. All that's true. But what are the schools doing? What's the lesson here? What you, what's Oregon and Washington and Arizona and Arizona State and Colorado and Oklahoma and Texas and, and Florida State if they get out? What are they teaching these kids? We're going to go where we get more money. Plain and simple. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go where there's more money. The, the Pac-12 could not get a TV contract done that wasn't on Apple TV. In other words... You could not turn on your television on a Saturday afternoon or Saturday night or Saturday late night and watch any of these teams on ESPN or Fox Sports or Fox Sports 1 or CBS Sports Network. You couldn't do it. You had to have an Apple TV subscription. And Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Washington, they went, no thank you. That's not good enough for us. Because if you're not able to be seen on television, Oregon's got a great program. Washington's got a really good program. But if a few years from now they're not seen on television, kids aren't going to go there anymore. Why are you going to be a great athlete and go to Washington if you live in New Jersey or Florida and your family can't watch you play on TV on Saturday night? You're not. That's a factor. So the universities, the chancellors, the presidents, the athletic directors, they're chasing the dollar just like the kids are chasing the dollar with NIL. It's the same thing. Money talks, and it always will. But the question now is who's going to start getting kicked out? We can add all we want. When the Big 12 gets to 20 teams, or the Big 10, 20 teams, all right, great. SEC, they're going to make a move here at some point. They're not going to allow the Big 10 to go down and just pluck Florida State and Clemson out. By the way, other than football, Clemson brings nothing to the equation. Nothing. But football's the key. The SEC is not going to allow the Big 10, in my opinion, to pluck out North Carolina, Virginia maybe, Florida State, Clemson. Maybe Louisville. They're not going to let them. Although I think Louisville should be in touch with the Big 12 last week. Not today, last week. Is there room for us? Because the ACC is (laughs) – there is a chance here that the ACC is going to turn into the next Pac-12. I hope not. I hope it doesn't happen. they got some really good schools in there. My worry is, at some point, one of these conferences, whether it's the Big 12, the Big 10, the SEC, is going to start asking schools, you know what? You just don't fit our model anymore. They're going to ask schools to leave. And the Big 10, as, as one of my texters just pointed out, Rutgers and Maryland, they should go back to the ACC. The only reason they would go back to the ACC is if the Big Ten said, we don't want you here anymore. Remember when Rutgers got recruited to the Big Ten? The storyline was New York market, the New York television market. Nobody in New York cares about college football. That's what they didn't understand. It can be the best market in the world, but if nobody gives a crap about college football, it doesn't matter because nobody up there is going to watch. Nobody's watching college football and Rutgers in New York or New Jersey. They're watching the Jets and the Giants. And they're waiting for the Knicks and the Nets to start back up. And they're following the, the terrible Yankees and the even more terrible Mets. They don't care about college football. And really, they don't care much about college basketball. Although Rick Pitino at St. John's is very intriguing. It can't hurt. Rutgers does not belong in the Big Ten. Neither does Maryland. I don't even know if Northwestern belongs in the Big Ten. I'm fired up. But who decides who gets kicked out? What are you bringing to the table here? That's what's going to happen. Who's going to be the first really, really bad guy? Is the SEC going to kick out Vanderbilt? Is the SEC going to say to Vandy, man, you are a great academic institution. We love your baseball team. But your football and basketball, they really don't bring anything. They don't help us. We don't, we're tired of sharing all of our TV revenue with the Vanderbilt University Commodores who come in last in the SEC East every year. So we're going to respectfully allow you to back away and head to the to the, oh, I don't know, ACC. Right? Go down to the ACC. Are you going to kick out Vanderbilt? Are you going to kick out, dare I say it, Kentucky? I mean, historically, there are only two teams that have never won a national championship. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me change that. Two teams have never been undefeated in college football in the SEC. One of them, South Carolina. The other one is Kentucky. Not even Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt in, I think it was 1912, went undefeated. Yes, that was 111 years ago. I get it. Who's going to decide, you know, we've got 20 schools, but Notre Dame wants in all of a sudden. Or Florida State wants in. Pick a school. Pick an attractive. Pick a school that's more attractive than your least attractive school. All right. If you're the Big Ten, pick a school that's more attractive than Rutgers. Well, Florida State, Clemson, Virginia, North. I mean, I can go on and on. North Carolina, Duke. More attractive than Rutgers. I'm going to go. Everybody in the ACC. Is that fair? Probably not. I'd have to look at the entire ACC uh, roster of teams. It's going to happen. It's the next logical step. Because we don't just want 20 teams. We want 20 super teams. And Rutgers is not a super team in the Big Ten. And Vanderbilt is not a super team in the SEC. And Iowa State is not a super team in the Big 12. We want super teams. And if we've got 20 and a 21st school is Notre Dame or Florida State, we're going to find out which one we can get rid of that's currently in our conference. It's the next logical step. And it stinks. Everything about realignment stinks. We just got a, a, a playoff enhancer. We just got a playoff that has more teams in it. 12 teams? Is that right? I think it's 12. I thought, that's great. That'll slow down some of this realignment because if you win the Pac-12, you're in the playoff. Now you got four teams in the Pac-12. Is one of them going to be in the playoff? I guess they should. Theoretically, the rules state, win your conference if you're a Power 5 conference and the Pac-12 is Win your conference, and you're in the playoff. So Oregon State, Washington State, California, or Stanford—one of those four teams in the playoff. Now I know it's a year away. I get it. And by that time, I don't think there's going to be a Pac-12 anyway. Maybe those those four schools realign with the Mountain West and join. Can you imagine saying this a year ago? We're going to leave the Pac-12 to join the Mountain West. We want to be aligned with San Diego State and UNLV and Boise State. We're going to join the Mountain West, but that's where we are. All right, let's take a break, talk a little baseball on the other side. I'll try not to be so angry. Listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big X.
0: 2023 Big X Sports Radio Golf Cards are hot off the press. This year's card features Park Mammoth, Old Capitol Golf Club, El Cuaron, Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2023 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. When we say supply is limited, we mean... The supply is limited. Limited. So get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Play Park Mammoth, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake for under $25 a round with a card included. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com.
1: John Spears for MM Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the MM Cartage sign. You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks for 45 years. MM Cartage has been a locally family owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply.
2: When design is key to your landscape project, give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design, when design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area. Give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design, when design
1: is key. John Spears here for PGA Junior League Spring Season at Old Capital Golf Club, hosted by PGA professional Timothy Wiseman. This league is perfect for juniors 13 and under. Interested in learning more about the game of golf and having a lot of fun along the way? The season will go for about six weeks, starting late April. Visit oldcapitalgolf.com for more details. Or email Timothy at timothy.wiseman at yahoo.com with any questions. That's the PGA Junior League Spring Season at Old Capital Golf Club. Come by, have a great time learning about golf.
3: When you open a Flex Checking account by Republic Bank, you'll gain access to over 90,000 ATMs nationwide. What's even better? You'll also get four ATM fee reimbursements per statement cycle just in case you have to use a non-Republic Bank network ATM. And with three simple ways to avoid a monthly fee, Flex Checking might just be your easiest banking decision yet. Learn more at republicbank.com. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. $50 minimum opening deposit. Fees reimbursed on next business day. Member FDIC
2: check out Thornton's all-new Southern Style Biscuits, the perfect complement to your morning breakfast sandwich. You will love the buttery goodness that will wake up your taste buds in the morning. Come on in and grab a breakfast sandwich today. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction? Well, right now, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right. Only 89 cents. So come in today and grab a fountain drink from Thornton's.
3: Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough our friendly professional staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time wooded view golf course is a fair way to spend your day offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning from tea to green in times of financial uncertainty how can you stay on track call on someone who's invested in your success i'm scott aldridge your jeffersonville edward jones financial advisor At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Welcome
1: back. Spears on sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Monday. Back from vacation. It is good to be back. I know I'm ranting on realignment and the US women's national team and the Reds. I need a feel good story. I need a feel good story. Eminem Cartage Hotlines open 502 384 1450. 384 1450 to add to the conversation. Thorns text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Buzz says, can Bill Walton still call the Pac-12 the Conference of Champions? Well, I don't think you're going to stop him. Um, he he can call it whatever he wants. But if nothing changes in the next year and a half, he's going to be calling a whole lot of Cal-Stanford games. And that's not good. Texter, I knew I would get at least one Kentucky comment when I said, What happens when they kick Kentucky out of the SEC? I knew, and this is a good one. Texter says, you can't kick out Kentucky. The mighty SEC needs an occasional Motor City Bowl champion and a basketball team that can't make it to the second weekend despite 4,000 NBA players coming from the Calipari factory. All right. Well done. Well done. Uh, Snarky, but well done. And look. I don't think Kentucky's ever going to get kicked out of the SEC. But I never thought UCLA and USC would go to the Big Ten. I certainly never thought the Pac-12 would be left with four schools. I didn't think Rick Patino would ever be a college coach at a power conference again. Things change. Things change. And what is going to happen in the next year in college football? Your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is as good as mine. But let me tell you something. If Florida State and Notre Dame want to get in the SEC, and the only thing keeping them out is Kentucky and Vanderbilt being in the SEC, Kentucky and Vanderbilt are going to be gone. Back down to the ACC. I do think Florida State and Clemson to the Southeastern Conference makes a lot of sense. They're in the Southeast. And I know. I'm an idiot because regionality means nothing anymore, and that's something that I've got to get through my thick skull. It's hard. Uh, Fifty-nine years of of regional rivalries, right? It's hard. It's hard to think of UCLA and USC in the in the Big Ten, and Oregon and Washington in the Big Ten. It was hard at one point to think of Syracuse and the ACC. Yes, they're on the Atlantic Coast, but they're way up there. They're up there. I didn't think Rutgers would ever be in the Big Ten at one point in my life. I didn't think Missouri would be in the Southeastern Conference. Texas A&M in the Southeastern Conference. What are we doing? But things change. Attitudes change. And realign and you know what changes it? Money changes it. Notre Dame is the outlier. Notre Dame is always gonna be the outlier. They do not want to give up their independent status. I don't blame them. They've got their own network, they make their own money, they don't have to worry about anything. They schedule. What's gonna happen when these super conferences, whether it's whether we end up with three super conferences, Big Twelve, SEC, Big Ten. ACC ends up merging, you know, some schools go to somewhere and other schools go elsewhere. What's going to happen when no, these schools get together and say, we're not playing Notre Dame? And Notre Dame's schedule every year is now going to be Air Force, Army, Navy, Boston College. By the way, that's who gets kicked out of the ACC first when we're doing that. Boston College. Uh, who else are they going to play? Stanford still play Stanford, but the the super conferences say, Notre Dame, unless you join one of us, we're not going to play you anymore. And don't think it can't happen. It certainly can happen. Anything you, anything that you, it's like the Matrix, the movie. There's no way this is real. There's no way this is real. Yes, it's real. UCLA is going to be playing Ohio State for the national for the Big Ten Championship. Arizona is going to be playing Baylor for the Big 12 championship. Alabama is going to be playing Texas for the SEC Championship. Yes, this is real. And, and there is no telling what the next shoe to fall is going to be. Texas says, here's your feel good story less than two weeks until high school football season. Yeah. A week from Friday, I'll be on the air Friday night, St. X and Floyd Central, right here on the Big X. Very excited. That is a feel good story. Thank you, Buzz. I appreciate it. Get me back in a good mood. I need a good mood. The Reds certainly aren't putting me in a good mood. Swept by the Nationals this weekend, six losses in a row for your. I guess I should say my, since I bet on them. Cincinnati Reds. Six losses in a row. They are now tied with the Cubs. That's really my team. A game and a half behind Milwaukee. The good news is, Milwaukee's not running away and hiding. It's only a game and a half. Uh, Milwaukee hosts Colorado tonight, while the Reds host Miami. By the way, Miami's been terrible too. Texas just swept the Marlins. So you're talking about two teams that aren't playing well tonight in Cincinnati, Uri Perez for the Marlins and Brandon Williamson for Cincinnati, 640 on Bally Sports Ohio if you are so inclined. My Cubs took two of three from the Braves. Cubs playing great. They've scored more runs by far than any other team since the All-Star break. Um, they're on an impressive winning Binge right now. They've uh, won 7 of 10. I think it's more than that, actually. 13 of 16. Sounds right. I think I heard that yesterday. Cubs playing great. Um, The Angels, on the other hand, are going the wrong way. Seattle swept the Los Angeles Angels four-game set this weekend. The Angels have lost six straight, while Texas has won six straight. (coughs) So what was a a four-and-a-half game lead a week ago is now a a ten-and-a-half game lead, Texas, over the Angels, who have dropped to fourth place in the American League West. So Angels are done. The only thing to pay attention about Los Angeles anymore are the Dodgers and where Shohei Otani signs in free agency. Uh, the, uh, Tim Anderson, Jose Ramirez fight. If you didn't see it, do yourself a favor, go to Twitter. Well, you can't go to Twitter, go to X. What the hell happened while I was gone? What the hell happened while I was on vacation? I'm looking for my Twitter app on my phone, the little bird, you know, Gary, the little bird, and I see a black, a white X on a black background. That
2: really has to go down as one of the dumbest decisions in history.
1: I thought I accidentally downloaded a porn site. <laughs> okay? X. And when I thought I accidentally downloaded a porn site, I, of course I hit on it to see what it was. And it was Twitter.
2: You know, the same guy who came up with that is the one who came up with New Coke. Remember how well that did.
1: Unbelievable. But find the uh, Tim Anderson-White Sox-Jose Ramirez-Guardians fight.
2: I'm sure it's on YouTube, too. It
1: is. It's great. Because Tim Anderson is cocky. Jose Ramirez is one of the most underappreciated good baseball players in the, in the league, and it was a wet noodle. I mean, he went the, – the Cleveland announcer was great. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. It was like Frazier. Remember that? Down goes Frazier. Tim Anderson, his new nickname is Glass Jaw because it didn't look like that good of a punch, but his knees buckled, and when they got him up, he staggered with some help to the dugout, and it's great. It is. There's nothing better than seeing a cocky dude get knocked out by a well-respected dude, and that's exactly what happened. It's like seeing Conor McGregor get kicked by Jesus in the face. It's great. And I'm not trying to start a religious war here, but Tim Anderson, wet noodle. He went down like a wet noodle. Glass jaw. And then he came back on X or Twitter or whatever it's called yesterday and tried to show it from a different angle. He didn't really hit me. Well, if he didn't hit you that hard, why'd you fall like that? And, And why were your legs wobbly when you got back up? This is a great, great baseball fight. That music means we're one day closer to football. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big Act.